Well, welcome. What we're going to be discussing uh, this week is exit strategies. And uh, I know certainly when, when I went into business, uh, I had, was so full of optimism. I had uh, a real excitement, but there was also very much a naivety uh, that went along with that. And so I really wanted to discuss more personally from this topic um, the challenges that I sort of encountered and, uh, and certainly understanding that an exit strategy um, is not usually something that um, people like to discuss when they're first beginning a business and yet that's always the most appropriate time to finalise the exit strategy right at the beginning. And, uh, and so it comes on many different levels. I think if you're a couple in business then the first exit strategy that you need to be discussing is the end picture of the business. Um, are you building a business for sale? Are you building a business for sustainability to be able to carry you all the way through retirement and, and have succession planning? Or are you, um, you know, building a business without any clear direction? You're just taking it as years go by. And uh, I think, you know, the challenge can be is when, when you're not aligned with the exit strategy, and with the timeline, then that can cause a lot of conflict because the, the changing that tends to happen when we're not clear on our exit strategy can cause a lot of psychological stress. So I hope in this last week you've had an example where um, that has kind of started to sink in. Um, and I think with exit strategies as a couple, it's important to start looking at, you know, the what ifs. Okay, so what if the business after 12 months isn't giving us the lifestyle we want or what if the business after two years isn't achieving us the profit that's going to get us to our retirement goals. And so these discussions can be very challenging um, certainly to have as a couple and I wanted to address um, a few issues that certainly had to crop up over my years in business. Um, we've had quite a few different um, entities, different trading agreements, different styles of businesses that I'll take you through um, just so you know kind of possibility wise what's out there. Um, but certainly the exit strategy was the common denominator that once um, that picture had been finalised in my mind, um, it was fair enough that I stuck to that, that main picture. And so it certainly comes back to that question of why. Why are you in business for yourself? And, uh, and so once you can identify why you're in business, then you need to identify the next question is, um, you know, how long would you like to be in that business for? Um, you know, what is the purpose of the business? Who is it that you would like uh, to be working with you in business? Would you like to just be on your own? Would you like a team of people? Uh, when is the appropriate time for expansion? Um, and how is it that you plan to do that? And so with the exit strategies, it's almost like having the final jigsaw puzzle completed before you actually start. And uh, isn't it easier when you do a jigsaw puzzle and there is a picture on the box? and you understand that the picture on the box uh, is going to be consistent and it's not going to change halfway through. So you're not halfway through doing a puzzle and then suddenly you look down and your beautiful uh, rainforest pictures turn into a beach view. And that can happen sometimes with, uh, with business owners is that they're halfway through completing their vision and then they change the end picture. And um, you know, certainly I know for myself um, change is inevitable, lots of things are going to happen. But I also feel that um, your exit strategy is important to have some stop gaps in there to say well, you know, if, if our big picture is that we're going to be participating in this for five years, 
where should we be at uh, two years, where should we be at 12 months and where should we be at six months and perhaps put some exit strategies in there for each of those time frames in case for whatever reason that um, it's not working out, um, it's causing um, too much pressure financially, emotionally, whatever it is, is just to have an understanding that there's some legal um, options there and you always know what the exit options are as you're embarking on that journey. And I think for franchising, so one of the businesses that I was in was a franchise agreement. And so of course when you first go into franchising it's all rosy and you're looking at the system and the training and you're absolutely positive that you'll be in that top 10%. And yet I've seen a lot of franchisees that have been peers among me that um, have been locked into long contracts uh, because they didn't read the fine print of their franchise agreements, have lost considerable amounts of income, motivation, um, energy, um, doing legal battles through master franchisees or um, trying to gather up a whole lot of other franchisees to go in through mediation and, and dispute things and uh, do audits and all that kind of stuff that in all honesty is just going to distract you from what your end goal is. And so I know that for um, Kent and I as a couple, we tend to st stick to the top 10% of the franchisees that were getting results. And we just decided that we weren't going to play victim within the lessons that we were about to learn in business. And so we were going to attach ourselves and align ourselves um, very much to our master franchisor. And we were going to follow the system and, and diligently do whatever it was that it took to get success. Um, we understood what the exit strategies were and uh, financially how much they would cost. And to be honest, it wasn't an option. It was, um, you know, we'll see this contract through and get as many lessons as we can and uh, make sure we recoup our money. And so I just think that, you know, it's important that, you know, right from the get-go when we talk about exit strategies is that you also have an expectation for yourself around those exit strategies. So we were aware of what they were. However, we chose not to activate those exit strategies. Now, I've had some other situations where um, I've had, you know, um, certainly offers to uh, joint venture within franchise groups. And so um, quite a few of us linked our um, franchise together to be able to create a much bigger leveraged result and um, step more into where our value proposition was as individuals to be able to gain momentum. And I've had those agreements that um, haven't had clear exit strategies also. And what can happen is that as um, um, circumstances change, now um, for me, um, my family started to come along. And so when I was pregnant um, with my first child, it absolutely changed a lot of the scenery of what my vision uh, was wanting. And I was aware that that was a possibility. And um, however, I decided no, I would definitely want to, um, to move forward within a, that arrangement. Um, and so the conditions that I had around my working agreement, however, weren't um, enjoyed by other business partners. And so although there was a clear exit strategy, there was a lot of conflict throughout that process. And um, I think what's important is that you must have certainty when you develop these exit strategies that um, you're clear on how you value the businesses. You've all signed off on the valuations, whether it's, um, you know, um, 
three independent business brokers and you take the average of them and you agree as to the business brokers, you can each source your own business broker um, using an accountant, using a solicitor, always using third party people to be able to mediate and speak through. Um, I know certainly for me, um, you know, in, in um, exiting uh, partnership agreements, it can be quite sticky because not everybody wants to um, have the character that they believe that they have and, uh, and so it certainly can um, test the waters in terms of friendships, um, future relationships and, and that type of thing and so I just find that a good exit strategy allows you to be able to execute based on point one, point one, point one point one point two point one point three so you just refer back to the document to be able to say look this is not personal at all this is just a business decision that we've decided to um, follow through with the exit strategy and so for me it's always been a way to be able to um, you know keep to my agreements to be able to um, show good strong character within a marketplace um, so that if you don't have exit strategies in place what I encourage is that you put those in place and uh, it allows that communication then to flow through as a couple as you're going through those, um, those areas of stress or, or frustration and so you're aware very very clearly that you can't just you know walk away from your obligations you're very very clear on what your obligations are and so you know a clear exit um, strategy within um, business partners, business couples. Um, when we were in business um, and it got to a point where the business had grown substantially but not enough to be able to support a full-time employee, um, we had uh, Kent finish up in the workforce forever which was wonderful and he came on part-time to be able to support um, but there were no formal agreements that were written up. So he was doing work for our company but not getting paid any kind of um, formal salary or, or contract arrangement. He was just kind of helping out when he could, however he could, um, for the general drawings of the family. Now had I have that time over again, I absolutely would have drawn up contracts with clear um, roles and responsibilities and conditions of employment as well as an exit strategy. So we ended up um, quite looking forward to after a period of about 110 days of being able to have enough revenue there to employ someone full-time. So it was very much a short engagement, um, however it wasn't formalised. And I think that, um, you know, certainly if you're working together as a couple, um, you know, for each of us to feel the most amount of value is, uh, is to understand what it is that we're meant to be doing, when we're meant to be doing it by and how on earth we ever um, finish up with that position if we choose not to do it again. And, uh, and so I think when, when we're covering off on these topics it's always good just to highlight these conversations to say you know when, when do you want to finish work? What age are you going to finish active income? Um, what, what are your goals? Do you want to uh, end up having a business that you just manage and so you might just do three hours a day and an eight hour day once a week. Um, do you want to get to a point where you just do two hours a day or one hour a day or are you the type of person that couldn't stand not working 50, 60, 100 hours a week and, um, and just understand that that then um, determines what the exit strategies need to be. I've also worked in um, a situation where it was share ownership and um, um, working through the Flight Centre Limited model where uh, instead of having to purchase a franchise which is a lot of capital up front 
uh, individuals are handpicked to be able to be store owners on a profit share. And uh, very, very important um, when uh, you have profit sharing agreements that you understand what are the obligations for that because if the business isn't making profit of course then you owe those profits back um, to the company and so hey, being in a situation where I had a debenture in one store um, which was a, a share ownership scheme through the company and I had a debenture in the second store one store's losses were draining the other store's profits and so definitely it was um, it was a great way to step up as, as a leader. Um, but it was very important also to be clear that at any stage I could cancel that share ownership scheme within a seven day period. And so it wasn't anything long term locked into. And so if you're a business owner that's looking to um, expand and explore different ways that you're able to get um, good like-minded people that perhaps don't have a lot of capital, there's a great way that they can invest in a percentage of the business at a very low risk and, uh, and that's certainly something that at Leisure Seekers we can help you to, um, to look at in the future of your businesses. But I found that exit strategies like that where it was 7 days or 24 hours notice, um, things like that allowed for a lot of um, more risk taking to happen um, because there wasn't a lot of fine print, there wasn't a lot of detail and there were bank loans that could be pre-organised, um, third parties that were able to advise. Um, it was a no-brainer really to, to step into those roles. But, um, but without knowing that those exit strategies were so simple, I don't think many people would have ever stepped up into those roles. And so just be clear that sometimes the exit strategy can be your biggest sales position. And so you can know that if you're trying to expand that an exit strategy that's, look, if at any stage you're not interested um, in continuing, then you just let us know and, um, you know, you can finish up within seven days. Is a great sales tool as well. So um, when we're looking um, in general at exit strategies as well within teams, it's important to have clear roles and, and responsibilities um, for every single member of the team. And, uh, and that's what your homework, I guess, is, is, uh, is this week, is looking at how we can start to um, understand that change is going to be inevitable in everybody's life. And so have you got clear contracts in place for every single person, including yourself? Are you clear on your own exit strategies, um, looking out six months, 12 months, 24 months, a year, two years, 10 years? Um, what is it that you plan to do? And then can you actually get those endorsed by a solicitor and, uh, and actually you know, make sure that they are, uh, are locked in. Have a look at every different area of, um, of your team, um, of your business, and um, you know, looking at your profit and loss for each different segment, can you make sure that um, you're clear with each of your plans that which parts of the business need to change to grow or there'll be an exit strategy for there as well. And so it's just being very clear that, you know, in our vision we try not to have people's faces in the organisational chart, we try to have clarity around the functions or the systems of that business. And so it just means that with clear exit strategies when change does occur, we can just be very um, conscious that we're following a process and following a system and it takes the emotion out of those challenges. So it's a very quick lesson this week, however I do believe that the extra time that you'll need to discuss is more around the exit strategy uh, that is in place for you at that time and I hope that it's brought uh, to the forefront 
um, a few questions that, um, that can be addressed in this week. So have a wonderful week and um, we'll check in again next week. Bye bye.